Welcome to Many Magical Tales, short stories for kids by Christopher Durr. Thank you for joining us on another adventure. Greetings, I'm Atlas Gray a 14-year-old on a momentous mission from Earth. I'm the sole awakened human on the starship Odyssey, accompanied only by Cosmo, our slightly needy yet loyal android, and the ship's computer, Athena. We have a job to guide the ship safely to our destination while everyone else is in hypersleep. We are on a journey across the cosmos to explore Alpha Centauri, seeking a new home for humanity among the stars. As we will all soon discover, a simple mission is never as simple as it seems. Episode 2, First Contact Atlas Gray signing back on. The power briefly dipped, causing a temporary loss of all communications. However, it appears that everything is now back online, at least for the time being. The ship is still stationed just outside the Odyssey. My next objective is to attempt communication with it in order to determine its intentions, see if it poses a threat, or is friendly. The disturbances it caused to our ship may not have been deliberate. They could be unintended consequences of the immense size and uniqueness of this colossal vessel. Cosmo, on the other hand, remains skeptical as always, and believes I'm quote-unquote behaving like a child for wanting to talk to it. But I've never let a bot boss me around, and I'm not going to start now. Plus, all of this time would be wasted if I didn't at least try to establish communication. I'm going to open all lines of communication and send it a friendly, Hi, I'm a human from Earth, and what or who are you? On this matter, Athena agrees with me. She thinks at this point it would be foolish not to make contact, or at least attempt to make contact. Besides, our engines are still stuck at idle, we're not going anywhere anyway. We need the ship to either release us or move away from us for us to take off and continue on our way. Atlas Gray, out. Atlas Gray, back on. Well, I've done it. I've acted first. I've sent out the message. I can't lie. I'm on pins and needles right now. I really am beginning to wonder why I ever left my comfy, cozy life, friends, and family just to do this. I mean... Yeah, it was a once-in-a-lifetime opportunity that would probably never happen again, but why me? It's me? I'm the one making contact for the first time? With an unknown species on behalf of the human race. Surely Earth Command had to have seen this as a possibility when they decided to let me remain awake and help guide the ship alongside Cosmo and Athena. I know I was chosen to stay awake because I'm young and my body can handle interstellar travel better than the older crew members, they needed someone to stay awake and ensure the systems were operating well and that Cosmo and Athena were doing what they're supposed to. Technically, I shouldn't be making all these kinds of decisions about making first contact with a new species, but that's what you get for leaving me in charge. You hear that, Earthcom? If this goes bad, it's on you for leaving a kid in charge. I was just kidding, Earthcom. I'm the guy for the job, and this is all going to be absolutely okay. It's going to be great. No worries. I've got this. Atlas Gray signing on. Man, oh man, do I have an update for the ages. I have received a message back from the ship and warning, Earthcom, you are not going to like what you hear. 
I'm going to relay the exact message I received. It was not a video. It was only audio, so I'm including it in this briefing. Attention, interstellar voyagers. We are the Zentari, and we are keenly aware of your designs. We possess knowledge of your impending journey and have vast knowledge of the history of Earth. Our presence is not malevolent. We come in peace, but as a harbinger of grave tidings. A colossal conflict unfurls within the Alpha Centauri planetary system. It is strongly urged that the human race abstains from attempting to explore or colonize any planets in the Alpha Centauri system. A return to Earth is not merely a suggestion, it is a dire imperative. Grasp that this is not a threat, but a foreboding admonishment. We, as a non-belligerent species, stand resolutely apart from the relentless strife. Your signals have been received, confirming your inexorable trek towards exploration of the system. It is unwise, perilous even. You must reevaluate your path or seek other worldly domains. The route to Alpha Centauri is closed. If the survival of your species holds any significance, you must return to Earth, turn back now. Also, just so you are aware, we love your television shows, movies and music, especially from the late 1900s. Please turn back, head home and send more. That's it. That's the end of the message. So what do I say to that? I mean, huh? How do I respond to that? I'm sorry, Mr. Zentari, interstellar space traveler, warning people about impending doom. Obviously, we will just throw away our mission that we spent many years and trillions of dollars on. Not to mention that with everything going on back on Earth, we kind of need somewhere else to go as a backup to ensure the continuing existence of our species. So thank you for your friendly warning, and I will be turning back and heading home. Have a great day. See you later. Like, really, what on Earth am I going to say to them? And if I lie and say that we will return and then I still head forward, well, obviously they're going to know. They have far more advanced technology than we do, and they probably have the capability of annihilating us from existence. Though, it doesn't seem like they want to do that. To be honest with you, I'm not quite sure my next course of action. I'm going to talk with Athena and Cosmo and think about this. Atlas, out. Atlas Grey, signing on. So, we've discussed our plan, and I'm leaning towards sending another message. Maybe something like, could you please provide more details, or are you open to direct communication? Of course, I can't promise to turn back. That's a decision for the captain in deep hypersleep or Earthcom's top brass. Since none of you are here to assist us, it's up to Cosmo, Athena, and me to navigate this situation. On the bright side, they seem to enjoy our TV shows from the late 1900s. I wonder which ones they were watching, probably The X-Files, if I had to place a bet. Maybe I should start by asking them about their favorite movies from the 1990s. It's incredible when you think about it. An extraterrestrial from another solar system is telling me they like our movies and TV shows. Truth is indeed stranger than fiction. I'm going to send them a message, Atlas out. Well, they've sent back a short message stating that they cannot engage in an open dialogue with me through the communication system on the ships. I'm not sure why, but I won't keep pressing the issue. They've extended an invitation for me to board their ship for face-to-face -face communication. 
Cosmo thinks I would be completely out to lunch if I did that, and, in fact, he refuses to allow me to do so. For once, I completely agree with Data Jr. There is no way I'm going onto that ship. I'm sending a message informing them that I am unable to do so. Cosmo has agreed to go in my stead. I don't particularly like this idea, but it seems like our only option. Cosmo will serve as my ambassador. He will explain our situation, gather as much detail as he can, and return to provide a report. Atlas Gray signing back on. And now, we wait. Cosmo has taken one of the Odyssey's pods and is now aboard the Zentari ship. He is tasked with recording everything that happens. All we, the ship and I, have to do is sit back, wait, and hold our breaths. I'm starving, but I can't go make food and leave the bridge, not while he's over there. We both give each other a hard time, and he is sometimes a pain in my backside, but he's my best friend out here, and I am worried. I probably should not have let him go in my place. People talk about machines being replaceable, but some machines aren't. Some machines are more than just nuts and bolts. They are self-aware. But please, never let C-3PO find out I said that about him. Starting to wonder if this is a good idea, I don't mean coming on this ship on this trip, I mean in general, heading to Alpha Centauri. There were other options. We've colonized the Moon, Mars, Europa, Ganymede, and Titan around Saturn. We have backup plans, sure. If something were to happen to our sun, or the entire system was attacked, it would be the end. But Earth, as fragile as it is right now, is not our only home. It's not our only option. So if I were to call it quits on this mission and head home, it's not like I'd be dooming all of humanity. Either way, there's no way I'd ever make that decision without waking up the crew, so don't worry. Also, there are other ships. Yes, they left long after we did, but if I keep sitting around much longer, then eventually one of them is going to show up. I should probably start sending messages to them too. I'm sure Earthcom is doing that, but the signal takes much longer. I might be able to reach them quicker, and for all I know, they've been intercepting these messages all along. Atlas Gray, signing off. Atlas Gray back. Cosmo is back, he was released freely back to return to the Odyssey, leading me to further believe they are truly not hostile or going to do us harm. I am about to upload the recording of Cosmos' interaction with the Zentari. You will be hearing it real-time, as I also have yet to review it. Greetings, I am Cosmo, sentient android representing Atlas Grey and the Starship Odyssey. Greetings, Android. Welcome to the Zentari Vessel. This is quite an extraordinary place. Your ship's interior is unlike anything we've ever encountered. Can you share more about your kind? We are no longer part of the Alpha Centauri planetary system due to an ongoing conflict there. We are ship-bound and guardians of the system. We travel between systems and intercept those heading to the system to save them from a grave mistake. We have concerns about your journey. My see. Could you elaborate on the nature of the conflict in Alpha Centauri? The conflict is complex and destructive. We left to avoid it. We advise you not to proceed with your mission to Alpha Centauri. It is not safe for you or anyone. Thank you for your concern. I will relay this message to my crewmates. Our intentions are not hostile. We seek to protect your species. Please heed our warning, but we do have a proposal. A proposal? What kind of proposal? 
We will provide you with a detailed map to a more peaceful local star system with multiple planets very similar to your Earth. They are not yet inhabited by anything but the local fauna and wildlife. It is a more ideal destination for the humans' mission and goals. That sounds too good to be true. And what would you expect in return? In return, we want a complete copy of all media on your ship, all human entertainment, every movie, television show, and music that your ship's library and its crew brought on this long journey. We grow bored and tired, out here living among the stars and rocks. If you will provide us with a copy of all your entertainment, we will provide you with a map and possibly more. Do we have a deal? I must return to my ship and speak with Atlas. He will send his answer via the communication system. Very well, do not delay. We are not the only species in this sector. You would do well to be on your way. Atlas here. Unbelievable. Simply unbelievable. If I didn't have this documented and recorded, I don't think anybody would believe it. Actually, come to think of it, I'm still not sure I believe it. This might be the strangest thing I've ever heard. Maybe I'm dreaming, maybe I'm back home, maybe I'm lying in my bed and this is all one big dream. Ouch. Nope. Definitely not a dream. Anyway, I'm going to respond back to them. Absolutely, yes. I will be copying all the files and it will be on the way to their ship shortly. Even if we don't go to the new destination, it would be nice to know about its existence and where it is. Cosmo did a fantastic job and I'm glad that he's back. I'll be back after sending over the files. Atlas Gray signing off. Atlas Gray signing back on. Well, that took longer than I expected. I needed Cosmo and Athena's help to get all the files because most of the crew members' files were securely blocked away in their own personal databases. Athena was able to finally gain access to all of it and copy all of their media files, being sure to not include any personal files of family, kids, or anything like that of a personal nature. Basically, they're just getting the Hollywood stuff and the music. Seriously, can you imagine the Zentari drifting through space listening to death metal? Epic. They just received 800 petabytes of media from us. That should be enough to keep them entertained for the next millennia. We are now waiting for a response. Atlas Gray signing back on. Well, we've got it. We've got the map directions on where to go. Information about the planet. Information about the star system. We even have historical documentation of the history of the Alpha Centauri system and its beings. We have blueprints for new types of ships and engines. They have given us a wealth of information that would have taken us thousands of years to get. We got all of that. All of that in exchange for movies and music. They get the Lord of the Rings trilogy. We get blueprints on how to navigate through a wormhole. Incredible. It would take a team of hundreds of people a decade to comb through the information I just received. As soon as all the information was loaded into the Odyssey system, the Zentari ship took off in the blink of an eye. Not so much as a goodbye. Just wow. The next step, wake up the captain. Atlas Gray signing off. Thank you for listening to Atlas Gray, Episode 2 First Contact, presented by Many Magical Tales, written and produced by Christopher Durr.